Hi, this is Larson Hicks, and welcome to my podcast, where I rant and rave about whatever it is I'm currently thinking about, and also occasionally bring in much smarter guests for longer conversations about topics they're passionate about. Thanks for joining me. Let's get into it. Good morning, and welcome to my channel. It's good to have you here. I want to talk today about a woman's role in the household and uh, what that means. I just, you know, I woke up this morning and thought, I haven't pissed anybody off today uh, that I'm aware of. I probably have. Um, I, I've got a lot of a lot of people in my home, so it's the, the chances that I've upset someone today are pretty high. Um, but but no, this isn't a, a topic that I'm, I'm really passionate about. I think it's really important. And so I just want to jump right into it. Um, so the first thing is... Um, Christians are big on roles, on women's and men's roles. That's a that's a that's a real hot topic. Um, if you're following this conversation, the 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 um, the term complementarianism is really popular. There's a lot of debate about what that means, what it doesn't mean, um, but the essential idea is like you know husbands and wives that their roles are different but they're complementary. Which look, I've got no problem with that. Um, but I think the um, the underlying principle that we totally miss and makes this whole discussion about roles completely turns the whole discussion on its head is what is the home? What is the household? What does it mean? Because if we don't understand what that is, then talking about the roles in, in, in that thing, it's like saying, um, you should know how to do your job as a manager. All managers are supposed to do X. Well, okay. A manager, what a manager of a car wash or a manager of a restaurant or a manager of a, you know, multi-million dollar software, uh, as a service company, right? Those are all very different jobs, same title, uh, different job. Um, so you have to under understand what the underlying uh, thing is that you're, that that role is, um, involved in and, and that's the household. And I, I would, I'd like to start there. And this is a topic I'll talk a ton about. I've already mentioned it in another video and I plan to, this will probably go in the playlist, uh, household playlist, because this concept of the household is really important, and I think it's kind of one of those pivotal topics that we need to get right in this generation if we're going to um, make any progress. So, so um, let's start there. Um, well, let me back up about marriage, okay? Because we're talking about the woman's role, right? And and so, what is marriage, and and uh, what is the Christian view of marriage versus the the world's view of marriage? The thing I'd say is I, I think the world's view of marriage, obviously, uh, showing my cards here, I think it's terrible. I think it sucks. It's so unromantic, unsexy, um, uh, joyless, um, selfish, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll stop there, but I could go on. Um, it's sad. It's a sad view of marriage. Um, the world's view of marriage is one plus one equals two, uh, two ones, right? One person and another person get together and, and they become uh, technically a unit of some sort, but it's a team and, and they're still both two separate people doing their own thing. The Christian view of marriage is one plus one equals one. Uh, two individuals sort of lose their identity as individuals and become one. They become one flesh. They're a new entity, a new household. And uh, and and so this is one of the reasons, among among others, that I'm I'm a big fan of people getting married early because this narrative that um, 
you need to find yourself and you need to like establish yourself and your career and your vision, your direction and all this stuff. It's like you becoming more and more and more an individual, an autonomous individual uh, with your own direction and the likelihood that you're going to find somebody who's going to come right alongside you and, and be going in the exact same direction becomes you know, more and more uh, difficult, uh, more and more unlikely um, the longer that you kind of um, pursue that, uh, your own sort of vision of who you are and what you're going to be. Um, where when you get married young, from day one, you guys are a team, you're a partnership, and you're in it together. Um, so Christian view of marriage, and the reason why, uh, the other thing about marriage, you know, is is that um, is that Christ says that marriage, uh, that, that well, the New Testament talks a lot about how marriage is this this fundamental super important image of God and his, of Christ and his church. It's a really big deal. It's a deep mystery, uh, but God's Im, Im, imbued marriage with a lot of symbolic importance. It's another reason if you're not a Christian and you're like, why do Christians freak out so much about gay marriage? This is, this is why, uh, the, the image of a husband and a wife, a man and a woman becoming one flesh and, and, um, and creating a household, this is actually a really central, significant um, um, concept, and uh, we believe it's something that God created at the very beginning of, of the Bible, and uh, the whole thing is built on this idea, and when you start redefining these terms, um, these are religious terms, and, and, and you've got people who don't give two rips about uh religion or the institution of marriage, uh, from a, a religious view who, but who insist on using our words. They, I, I, we have to use your words. We want to use those words. We want to apply your, your religious words to what we're doing. And it's like, no, just get your own words. Um, get your own words. I don't really care what happens on a tax level. I just don't want to, I don't, I don't want to redefine the English language, um, because it's significant. Um, so anyway, that's a whole different conversation and not what this video is about. So coming back to marriage um, and the Christian view, the other thing about marriage and the Christian view is we serve a triune God, a Trinitarian God. So um, unlike, let's say, Islam, um, the Christian view of God is that that God is one, um, but he is also three. He's three persons in one. And so there is both unity and there's diversity. So the idea in the Christian worldview that people are different, that husbands and wives are different, um, is baked into our view of who God is. We don't think it's a bad thing for people to be different um, because our God is different. In, in other religions, um, God is one and, and, uh, and he needs to be conformed to perfectly. And because women are not like God, uh, uh, because, because their God identifies as a, uh, himself as a man, then, um, then they are automatically not as like God as they could be. Um, and, and so anyway, that's, that's a little bit, a little bit about marriage and the Christian view and why this matters. So just to upset people, let me, let me quote some scripture. So first Timothy, uh, chapter five, verse 14 talks, it's, he's actually speaking to young widows. Um, but it, but it has, um, it has to do with uh, marriage. He says, so I would have younger widows marry, bear children, manage their households, and, and give the adversary no occasion for slander. He's talking about a, a young woman who's lost her husband, 
Um, and the question is like, what should she do? Should she remarry or shouldn't she? Um, and, uh, he's basically saying, yeah, she, she should totally marry. Um, she's a young woman and she should have kids and she should manage their household. Um, and, and so let's talk about the household. Let's just kind of back up a little bit and talk about the household. Um, what is the household? What isn't the household? Our modern view of the household has been so truncated and so, um, minimalized, uh, that we think of it as like the four walls where you go to sleep. And, and so when we think of career and when we think of marriage and we think of the household, those are three, for most people, three completely different things. And what I'd like to posit here is that they're actually totally connected uh, over, you know, one, where one ends and the other begins is almost uh, indistinguishable. These three things, career, marriage, household, they're all intertwined. And this is part of the problem of this view of marriage being one plus one equals two that kind of go that kind of go together and and but are still separate um when you get married you are forming this covenant bond you are forming this new institution this new empire this new household this new kingdom and husband and wife are are 50 percent owners in this thing they're they're equal partners in this thing that is their household their kingdom, their empire. And, and so the idea that a, um, that, uh, that your career is some separate thing and we should go off and, and pursue our career, um, as if it's not part, you know, part of, of marriage, um, is, is a really problematic thing. There becomes this tension between marriage and career that shouldn't be there. Um, and just to, just to back up on that a little bit, I think a lot of this, our, our bad understanding of the household has come about, I, I, one, one example, one obvious example to me is, is, you know, with the industrial revolution, uh, turn of the century, you know, prior to that, most of, you know, most households were agrarian, you know, husband, wife, family owned a farm, they inherited it probably, um, and they worked it with their kids, um, it was a family business and yeah, you weren't, you weren't, you know, um, super wealthy, didn't have tons of luxury and, and access to, you know, supermarkets and, and all, all the rest, but, but you, um, but your family was a unit, a unit and had a job. Um, and the center of your life happened right there on the farm, uh, with the family. Um, the industrial revolution came along dad in most cases left the home to go pull a lever in a factory all day, uh, pretty soulless work. Uh, although somehow that it felt like, well, now the important stuff's happening outside of the home. That's where the money's being made. Um, you know, drinking, uh, uh, gambling and, and, uh, and alcoholism became a huge problem, uh, when men left the household and started going into the, to the factory to pull a lever all day, a shocker. Um, had money, had time, uh, weren't really physically tired in the same way, um, weren't very intellectually stimulated, and it's just a problem. Um, mom, meanwhile, is at home, and her job now no longer has anything to do with the productive enterprise of making a living for the family. It's now just exclusively about the children, which in and of itself isn't bad, and that's, a, that's an important part of a, of a mother's job. Um, but not, not long after that, we have, uh, public schooling and, um, and this idea that, well, 
we're going to ship the kids off too. They're going to leave the house every day and they're going to go do something important where they're going to learn and be shaped and molded into good citizens um, and prepared for life and their job pulling a lever in a factory someday. Um, and so now mom's at home. She, she's no longer involved in, in producing um, any, you know, any, anything for the market, um, in in the way of farming or whatever. And she's no longer educating her children. Um, she's doing what, right? Um, she's polishing the China, you know, um, making herself look nice. Uh, what, 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 what does that involve? Right. And, and so I'm, I'm very sympathetic to the fact that that view of a woman's role, because there's a lot of Christians today are like, well, a woman's role is in the home. Um, she, her orienta- her orientations towards the house. Hey, I agree. Um, but if that's your view of what the house is, if that's your view of what the the home is, then that sucks. Like that's not what she should be oriented towards is just being in that place all day and not doing anything else. As a matter of fact, I think that's soul sucking. That's just as soul sucking as the dad who goes off and pulls a, a lever at a factory. Um, uh, that's not a, that's not a calling. And, and I'm not, you know, again, if you worked in a factory, I'm not dogging you. I'm just saying, I I think most people who pull a lever in a factory all day would say, you know, I hope to do something more than this someday. I hope that my kids can do something more than this someday. Um, and so I think that the household is actually the way out. I think it's the way forward. And so, um, let's, let's, so, so coming back to like career, okay, it's it's no uh, it's no wonder that a woman in that environment goes, I want to get out and do something meaningful too, right? My kids are out doing something, my husband's out doing something, I'm gonna go do something, I'm gonna jump into the marketplace and make money, um, because I guess that's the thing that that that's that's most important, um, and I'm not doing anything worthwhile here, it seems, after I get my chores done, you know, and so um, so the sad thing is that. She, in most cases, and this is true today, is leaving the household, this institution, this kingdom. She's basically saying, I'm going to divest myself of any role or responsibility there. And I'm going to go become uh, a zero percent you know, owner um, in some other man's, usually, uh, empire. I'm going to go sign on with some other man's household, some other man's empire, some other man's business. And I'm going to work basically as a slave. I'm not even going to own any equity in the, in the enterprise. And that's more meaningful than me building the kingdom that I already have, you know, 50% equity ownership of. Um, and so she goes off and does that husband goes off and does that. They both you know, bring home some money, but they're living their lives totally separately. Their kids are totally separate, etc. Um, and there's nothing, there's no inheritance that's built up there. Uh, there's some cash potentially in the bank, but there's nothing to hand off to the kids. There's nothing that the kids have grown up learning how to do and be involved in. Um, and so, and so I think that this is, this is the, when we talk about the role of a woman, uh, and her place in the home, I think the first place to look, uh, now that we sort of have maybe a context for a different view of the house, of the household, of the home. And by the way, um, that word household, uh, in the Greek is oikos, uh, um, and household management is oikonomikos. Does that sound familiar? Uh, economy, economics. Uh, this is this is the same word. So the household was the center of economic um, production and activity, and it's been completely divested of that as well. And that's now the household 
or the economy is what happens out in the marketplace. And that's definitely not inside the home. But let's look at Proverbs 31. And this is the famous verse passage about the, uh, the, the virtuous woman. And I'll start in verse 10. It says, who can find a virtuous wife for her worth is far above rubies. The heart of her husband safely trusts her. So he will have no lack of gain. She seeks wool and flax and willingly works with her hands. She is like the merchant ships. Uh, She brings her food from afar. She also rises while as yet night and provides food for her household and a portion for her maidservants and considers a field and buys it. From her profits, she plants a vineyard. She perceives that her merchandise is good. She extends her hand to the poor. She reaches, yes, she reaches out her hands to the needy. Her husband is known in the gates uh, where he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them and supplies sashes for the merchants. She opens her mouth with wisdom and, uh, and on her tongue is the law of kindness. She watches over the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Charm is deceitful and beauty is passing, but a woman who fears the Lord shall be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands and let her own works praise her in the gates. Okay, so long passage there, but that's the that's the famous Proverbs 31 verse. When I, I taught some of this at my church, and one of the things I, before I read that, I asked, okay, everyone just real quick lightning round, give me, you know, when I, when I talk about the role of a wife, of a husband, give me some, give me some answers. And like, Real quick, everyone said, uh, you know, making money, uh, tr- you know, disciplining the kids, training the kids, whatever. Um, and then I said, great, okay, now give me the dues of mom. It's like, well, uh, the housework, the chores, um, you know, um, uh, submitting and trusting her husband, blah, 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 right? And it was like, okay. And I was like, okay, so let's go through Proverbs 31. Um, I didn't hear anybody talk about uh, her having employees. Um, verse 15, it says that she's got maidservants. Um, so why didn't anybody say anything about, you know, uh, managing the the employees in the home? Oh, that's interesting. Um, it says that uh, she brings food from afar. She ri- rises while it's yet night. Um, it talks about how she considers a field and buys it. So she's doing real estate deals. Nobody said, yeah, a woman's role is uh, doing real estate deals. Um, okay, on behalf of the household. Interesting. Um, it talks about how she, she, uh, she, she sees that her merchandise is good. So she's producing products and she's taking them to the market. Um, nobody mentioned that. Um, she plants a vineyard. So she's got, a, she's got a side hustle. She's got several side hustles, it looks like. She's doing real estate. She's got merchandise. She's also uh, by, you know, taking her profits. It says from her profits, she plants a vineyard. So she takes the money from one, one uh, uh, line of business, one, one uh, um, service line of, of the household, and she invests it in opening a new service line, a vineyard. We're going to start selling, selling wine. Um, talks about how she extends her hand to the poor. So this woman's involved in charity and philanthropy. Nobody mentioned that. When I asked about a woman's role in the household, nobody said, uh, charity philanthropy. I said she reached out her hand to the needy. Um, and then it says her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders in the land. So something about the way that she's managing and running the household gives her husband a, a good reputation in the community and b the time to be able to go play a prominent role in the city government. Um, so, um, so nobody mentioned that. Uh, nobody said she she is sort of equipping and, and, and enabling her husband to be more involved in government. Which, by the way, um, she's telling him, "Hey, 
these these uh, property taxes are killing me. Go go hash this out um, on the city council and see if we can get some some movement on this. This sucks. Or she's involved in charity and 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 going. We got a homelessness problem in our city, and here's where I think the problems are. Let's you know, let's get this under control. Um, do your part, husband, <laughs> in in uh, 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 government, right? Um, so, you know, there's more here. I mean, she's making linen garments and selling more products. Um, so I'll, I'll stop there though and just say, um, that vision of a wife and of, and of a household, I think is pretty profound and powerful. And I don't unfortunately know very many women who, who look like this, um, really wonderful, godly Christian women who, really want to obey what scripture says about their role in marriage and in the household. Uh, but, but who for some reason have never been taught that this is it, right? Uh, that this is, th- that this is what household management looks like. So when I think about my wife and her role, I mean, her role, if I were to give her a title, it is household executive. She runs this operation and she and 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 it's a hundred percent partnership, um, but I entrust her with that job and responsibility, and I couldn't do it without her, and um, and and that's a it's it's a it's a team effort. The the other thing I'd say in the same way, um, she is very involved in my business, so and in my career from day one we've been talking about what is the career plan? What's the career trajectory? What's the next move? Um, and it's never been, Hey, I'm, I'm really passionate about X and I'm going to pursue this and uh, good luck with whatever it is you want to do. Um, it's always been, what are we doing next? What is our next move? Is this place we're at currently the right spot? Um, how, sh- how should I be thinking about the future of this job? So, um, so I think husbands who, who aren't involving their wives in their career and in their career decisions, it, it doesn't mean that, that, uh, your wife has got to be, you know, sitting there, uh, checking off and approving every decision you make in, in your job, um, or, or in the know about every single thing you're doing. Um, that would be tedious, especially if she's as busy as, as, as I think she ought to be. Um, but absolutely you're trying to build an empire, uh, together, a kingdom together that you're going to hopefully train your kids up into and hand off to your kids. Retirement looks like your kids taking over your business and running it and, um, and you fading back into the background. You still have equity in it. It's still your business, still, um, your thing, but it's, you're, you're sort of handing it off to the next generation. So anyway, a lot of stuff there. I know I covered a lot, probably covered too much for one video, but, but, um, but I wanted to kind of focus again on the role of a, of a woman, her place in the home. And, uh, and I hope that this challenged maybe, um, your understanding a little bit of what scripture means when it talks about this. And, um, I hope it gives you a little bit of a vision maybe for what you should be doing. I think, um, I think it's a shame that our houses are divided and that husband and wife, neither husband nor wife are working in the home or working or even thinking about this idea of building up their household and building up an empire. 
um, that they hand off to their children, something that's multi-generational. I think that's a huge tragedy. I think it's a huge, I think it's, you know, and this is true on so many levels, but you know, this is basic Sun Tzu kind of art of war stuff. If you want to defeat an enemy, if you can divide them, you know, all the better um, to, to divide them and take them one at a time. And we've seen that in, in Christendom in general with all the, the proliferation of denominations and the, and the little, you know, narrowing of, of, of the different sects, you know, and, and schisms within the church. It's just, a, a, I think, a, 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 the enemy's strategy for dividing us and making us um, impotent. And, uh, and I think the same is true in the household. I think husband, wife, kids they're all going in different directions. You know, when you're a 16 year old young man, all you're thinking about is how soon, like, what am I going to do when I get out of here? I want to get out of here. I can't wait. It's going to be great. Um, and I'm going to go do my own thing. Uh, but it's like, you're going to do your own thing and just repeat the same, the same cycle of, 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 uh, of creating a household that your kids don't want to live in, <laughs> creating a household where your wife, uh, doesn't find any satisfaction or joy or, or, or purpose in the home, uh, in the household. And so she's going out to go do something else. So anyway, I've had some really cool conversations with friends about this stuff. I've challenged them to maybe, you know, quit their job or become a contractor and bring their work uh, home. Uh, COVID has actually been great because it's, it's forced a lot of people back into their homes with both homeschool and, and kind of remote work. And I think a lot of people like it or, or at least have kind of found that there's some interesting um, synergy between <laughs> their husband and wife and the uh, the time that they get to be together and, and work together and brainstorm and get stuff done. Um, I, I had a friend uh, who's got a wife who's really talented uh, at um, pottery and uh, and it was like a hobby and, uh, and he was showing me some of her stuff and it was like, dude, this stuff is awesome. Like this stuff is people would pay top dollars. Like, Oh yeah, no people like always trying to offer a ton of money. I'm like, why in the world would you not invest in that? Like take some of your money, you know, that you're making and spending on stupid crap and invest in your wife's business. She's crushing it. Like you realize that she may be able to earn more money, your household produce more money uh, with that than you can with your stupid you know, engineering job. And it's like, Oh, didn't think about that. Yeah. Good idea. Um, and so, you know, women, you know, I, I hope that this is a, this is, this feels like a challenge to step it up and look at and, and ask yourself is going and being a marketing assistant, you know, where you're sending emails, uh, and making PDFs or whatever this, you know, whatever the job is that you're doing for some other man in a business that you have no, future end that you have no equity in, you're just getting paid a wage. Is that more inspiring than pursuing your talents and your gifts and building an empire with your life partner and your children who are your, who are, uh, your future? Um, which of those seems more valuable and worthwhile? Um, and, uh, and the final thing I'll say is I, I you know, the, uh, one of the warnings about this is that I've just seen, I see around me a lot of older women who are kind of empty nesters who get into a lot of trouble, you know, because they've got too much time on their hands. Um, they haven't spent their, their early years, twenties, thirties, forties, perhaps, um, 
building this empire. And when all the kids leave and, and the kids are off pursuing their careers, kind of following this, this pattern and husband's off doing his thing, they find themselves without a lot to do. And it's depressing. It's depressing. And the temptation is to, is to either just be depressed and sad and wish that you had something to do. The other temptation is to become a busybody and start uh, getting into trouble and, and gossiping and, and uh, meddling in other people's business. Um, or sometimes you, you get, you know, this idle hands, you know, uh, ripping apart their own home, you know, where it's like, I got nothing to do. So I'm just going to sit here and kind of pick at my family and, um, and all of it, you know, is, is, uh, is bad. And so, you know, we want to sleep well at night cause we've been working our tails off all day. And that's not something that's not a bug. That's a, that's, you know, there was work before the fall, uh, and work is, is part of work together with your wife in the garden that God's given you. This is part of, this is the, this is the picture of heaven. This is the picture of paradise is working together with your life partner, being fruitful and multiplying and taking dominion. So hope that's helpful. Long video today, almost 30 minutes. Gosh, sorry. I hope this isn't, I hope this doesn't just crush my, uh, my uh, viewers. Uh, um, thanks for, for listening. And I hope that uh, you have a great rest of your day and we'll see you tomorrow.